Hi, this is Jared Croker. Why are you listening to this podcast? These guys know nothing. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, coming to you from the filthiest store in buried somewhere in the bowels of Civic, the location of which we will never reveal, will we, Blake? Yeah, no, no. Thought about revealing it for a few weeks, but no. All right. And we're brought to you with the very dubious support of the Greenhouse and GE, uh, the Canberra Raiders number one fan forum on the internet. Get online and get engaging. Um, Every now and then, I think he's less dubious um, no, he's in dubious. his support, and then he sends he sends, sends us some, messages. Some we, messages. We've we got quite the dressing down this week. <laughs> quite the dressing down. But the greenhouse, very good for them. Massive numbers. There, get involved with it. They've been around for quite a while. They're on now. TikTok. Yeah, and you should really get involved. You should really get involved. Also brought to you with the actual cash money sponsorship of Land Speed Records. Something was made patently obvious to me this week that uh, someone else was paying for the money for this show. And anyway, so I, I've hated that. But Landsby Records, come and get your CDs, your LPs, all your audio technica gear from people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do. And if you're listening to this podcast, you must love the Canberra Raiders. Or alternatively, be from our prime sponsor, Audio Technica, who service all the equipment from which this excellent podcast is done. Yeah, it's, it's tough to love the Canberra Raiders this week, but, you know, really hang in there, people. Hang in there, people. There were some difficult contract negotiations this week, but we're pleased to say, coming all the way from the West Coast of the United States of America, we've managed to hit the figure, and our special guest star, Heather Lockley and Matt Hollywood-Leneves, once more joins us. Matthew? Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, nah, he says about re- releasing the name of Landspeed Records, if that's where it is, if that's where it's not. But I am completely heartbroken. That game, more tears were shed on my carpet than rain at the Moreton Bay Fig Stadium, whatever mm. they call it up there. Oh, my God, what a game. Mm. Um, Just dreadful. Just awful. I know. It was hard to watch, wasn't it, guys? What an but, awful um, stadium. What an awful stadium. Like... You watch the second half. The lighting is, is was as bad as that game again at Wollongong. Remember where oh, they, yes. they basically you couldn't see. No, that was that field. was wasn't that at Cogra when one of the light towers. Oh, ran? I don't know. It was wind. It was one of the wind. It was one of the wind. Yeah, it was one of the wind stadiums. That no, was Cogra. And and those corners where they were just this the massive puddles. I mean, mm. I petition to the NRL right now, mm. PVL, mm. whoever will listen. No the one. The Camberators no should never be forced to play at that ground again, because. It's let's fake it. It's, let's, let's fake it. It's hardly a happy hunting ground for it's us. It's not a happy it? hunting ground. <laughs> I mean, both no. times Matt's quit the podcast. Both times, it's been after a game of that ground. Yeah, yeah so to and we've had to beg back. him to come back. I, no, I didn't have to beg me, but I didn't want to be here. It's, <laughs> no, he didn't. Pallet savings actually happened in the states, so it's a little bit later right now. But oh man, I, I don't know. It's just those particular games, and and I guess the Warriors game was one last year, and maybe the Manly game um, down in Wagga was it last year, the year before. But when you watch your team dominate possession and it was a Newcastle place, game, that's right. Play sensible football um, for you know nearly every set, and they just not only do they not take the right option on the fifth tackle, we're losing a bit of punch with some you know um, flair and attack, and then a couple of refereeing decisions go against us and. We have sixty percent position, but we lose a game. They're hard. Yeah. They're hard to swallow, man. Like, you know what that reminded me of? That game. That reminded me a lot of the game against the Broncos last yeah, year. Reminded where, me of the game against where the we Broncos just kept too. on charging up the field. We had all the field position. Yeah. And you think it's a matter of time before we start converting this into points. But and no, it's it just wasn't. be patient. Just be, and it didn't happen. Did not. And happen. then you look at the you look at the Dolphins. Mm. They pretty much only ever got up our end on the back of penalties, mm. or mm. you know, in the end to score the winning try. Mm. Um, it was on the back of the the ball that in the end Hopawati didn't even contest. It wasn't no. he didn't when I first watched the game I thought he dropped it. Well he didn't even actually get close enough well, to drop it. Just before we get into actually analysing the, the travesty that was that game, we do have news brought to you by our great sponsor, Impact Comics, all the way in Garima Place in Civic. Fantastic sponsors of the show. Go in there, get all your pop culture stuff, get your comics, get your uh, what are these things called? Pop vinyls. Pop vinyls, uh all manner of stuff there. They're fantastic. Mal and his crew, great supporters of the Green Machine, so go and support them. Look, first bit, uh, and we saw this firsthand at a Mariota. Yeah, he's got a busted he's got a busted brow. Yeah. I don't know if you saw he came off in the field with a with a split eyebrow. Yeah. Pretty nasty. And then um mm. he's got a whole bunch of When did of he do his hand? 
later when he came back in the second stint, apparently he did his hand. So he had a hand brace on. Uh, I say more a brace. It was definitely first stage cast is what it was. We're going to miss him because uh, do you remember last week on the podcast, Blake, you spoke about the efficiency of um, Pasami Salo's tackling and mm-hmm. how he was in, he was engaged in a tackle every 30-something seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the same kind of statistic came out this week about um, Mariota, but about how engaged he was, not with tackling, but just I was looking at it today and it's like he was in the top of the NRL last weekend for mm. minutes and engagements. And All I right. think, you know, replacing him, it, we're going to miss that. And, yeah. you know, and obviously we're going to go through teamless a bit later, we but will. I, I, we've been pretty fortunate with the way that he stepped in. And no, he's, he's been good. He was good last and he's been great. He was good last year when he stepped up. You could see it and we all hoped he'd turn into this player, but the fact that he has shouldn't be taken for granted. I'm pretty happy with the way he's going, yeah, no, but no. his hand is broken. It's, we it's, haven't, we haven't mentioned it all as well during the off season. There was that photo of him deadlifting like 300 kilos. He's a beast. He's a beast. And he looks like a hell nice guy too. Yeah. Also bad news out at the Reggie's on Sunday where most of the podcast uh, went out Elijah Anderson's done his ankle. I've been in contact with Benny Pollock. Says he's still on a moon boot. They don't know what the status is at the moment, but he did not look good. No, he looked, yeah. but he looked very good until he um, looked really good. Yeah, until but he that wasn't. Point. When we got to the ground, I was surprised he wasn't playing fullback. Yeah, because Schiller, um, and that's why I guess Schiller's no sign of, in the team list this week either. Um, Schiller must have had some sort of an injury mm. because mm. they actually moved Elijah Anderson into the centres, and they had um, Simi Valame on the wing, and they had Raiden Burns. Who's looks like a handy little player, but he he's does. very little. He do, he he's is very he, little. He, he was a bit of a goer, but Elijah Anderson's done his ankle. Also, we can confirm that Papa will still be out for this week. Uh, the team list has dropped, but he told us that at the match. What other news you got for us there? Uh, uh, there was an interesting story during the week with uh, your man Tim Gable mm-hmm. uh, regarding the story in the Riot Act with Jared Croker, and Jared Croker said that he is not confident that he will get to play. 300 games and one of the reasons why this is a bit of a revelation for me we all know that um jared's got an op- another year option on his contract mm-hmm. um beyond this season but he actually revealed in this article did you see this matt that the option is in the yeah. club's favor so i don't know whether he's got to play a certain amount of um first grade games in order to trigger that option but yeah, yeah apparently he's, he's he's not confident and the thing that he said which a lot of players do so when they get older it's actually the thought of another preseason that is the hardest part. It's not so much the training and the playing. It's getting your body through another preseason mm. at you know that age. That's that's tough. So we'll we'll wait, wait and see. I Hopefully. mean, you're at the you're at the ground too. There, at Kipax on. Or it was much better. Raiders book on him. Was he better? It was much better. It was much yeah. better. The first week, I thought he looked like he really struggled in the New South Wales Cup. This week, I thought he looked a lot better. He took a lot of carries, had some good passes. It was much. It was good to see. It was much better. He still has that kind of shift of feet just at the line where he kind of yeah. shifts to the left and tries mm-hmm. to find that outside shoulder and yeah. often he tries to get his arms loose. I noticed that and I mean it's he did that. He cause... threw a good ball to get um Jed Stewart very good away yeah. for a try. Um he Jed Stewart pointed. Jed, Jed Stewart is a revelation. Yeah, he's starting to look pretty good. Um I think we're he's all a good. weird, huge he's like the tallest guy on the field. Yeah. He's a huge rangy thing. I don't know where he gets his height from. It no. didn't didn't come from Ricky, that's for sure. No, but um no, he he did all right. He did all right. <laughs> and that look, one of the things about Toots was that um his line engagements are actually pretty good. His leg drive was pretty good, and they were trying to smash him, and he actually was hitting the line and pushing it back. So that that yeah. was that was good. That's what my son said. See, he's not getting pushed back this week, Dad. Yeah, yeah, he did. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got put in my place. And Matthew, <laughs> my boy, was sitting there with me, and uh, Big Papa came up, shake his hand, and talk to him. Matthew was so engrossed in the game and watching Jared Croker, he didn't even realise when we got home that Papa had spoken to him. Oh, really? Didn't no, Eddie, 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 Eddie was beaming. Eddie was. He didn't know who shout, it was. Shout out to Big Papa, man. That guy is—he's just a cool guy. Yeah, just yeah. the way he doesn't say much, but just the way he carries himself. And he didn't have to. He no. came over. He saw the kids. And he yeah, came he, over. He went out of his way to come over and, and say hello. And he to came them. over and said hello. Matthew didn't even notice. You know, one nah, of his well, Eddie, players Eddie was, wouldn't have Eddie, any was, Eddie was beaming. I love that though. That the Raiders, you know, that they try and get some of their first graders down the day oh, after. We're pretty much all there. Pretty much all there. Yeah, there. That's, you, that's you, a great you count thing. Count on one hand the ones you didn't see. I didn't see Jack, who's usually there. Um, didn't see Big Red, who's usually there. Yeah. Um, but I really can't I, think of too many others I didn't see. I mean, the St. George Dragons can't get their first grade squad to the I end know. of the year. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, a, know, sign like, of a, it's oh, a sign of a good club and it's good culture. And, you know, they're there to support, um, they're there to support their teammates. I don't think I saw Levi or, um, no, or Levi Starling. 
No. I, I don't think I saw them, but that's it. So it's Jack, Levi, Starling and Big Red. They were the ones. Everyone else was there. At, at, How was at, Semi, by the way, guys? Tell me about good. the Semi. Yeah, it was pretty, it it was was pretty, pretty, good. pretty good. The other obvious standout um, player for me from from uh, reserve grade is is Hohabapuru. He continues to impress. I mean, people really? are calling for him to come to the side. He can't come in before around 11. Yeah, which we, I we, we said that last week on the pod. They should have probably put him in the 30. The form's good. The And he's a first I receiver. Him. Blake is completely right. He's playing. He's got the 13 on his back, but he's a first receiver. He's straight. While he's not that nuggety big, fellow, yeah. very nuggety, but he's quick as well, quick of brain, quick of hands, good tackling. Um, yeah, he's good. He's he, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't play the. I full got to 80. watch it on my phone actually, and I, um, I was obviously cheering for Semi because I just I see the specimen that he is, and he could just dominate like a red radra. But um, I was also really impressed with Peter Holler. I thought Holler had yeah. an amazing game actually. Was good. He bent the line back, and Trey Mooney had a lot of involvements, and then with Puru too. So there was a lot yeah. to be excited about. Just unfortunately, they. They lost a little bit of um, tightness around the ruck and defence, and, yep. and yeah. the Bears could exploit that, couldn't they, in the second half? And it's funny, the other thing being at the ground is there were a whole heap of old-school Bear supporters with us that had yeah. all come up from um, Gundagai and, and Chiu and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they were, good, they were good dudes. They were good value. They were good dudes. Look, one of the things, too, was when in the second half, a couple of penalties went against um, the Raiders, you know, whether fair or not, it's hard to bloody tell, you know, without a replay. Um, and they started getting some possession, and it was hot. It was hot, and I think that really played a big impact in the game. We still talking about New South Wales Cup. New South Wales yeah, Cup. Yeah. But look, let's talk about something which wasn't hot, which is the Dolphins game. Look, the one highlight I can take out of that was the defence was actually pretty damn good again. It was actually pretty good. I mean, the points they got weren't through shitty defence. The points they got were through lucky bounces, you know, or it, they weren't they weren't stellar in attack the dolphins you know the points they got one of the tries just flat out shouldn't have been allowed yeah i think uh, the hammer was the difference between if we have yeah. the hammer on our team you know, catching everything and yeah, yeah, yeah. we probably his win. positional play and defense was, was very exceptional good. Yeah. he played very well i thought there was a number of the players although i will say and, and it's not just because he won the winning try tom gilbert he should get the award for annoying the crap out of me like because he he i feel about him probably the way a lot of people feel about rapina he was so obnoxiously annoying the entire match. And I guess that's what he was meant to be. Every time they stopped the Raiders getting a try, he was celebrating like it was, you know, Christmas time. And it was like, can you yeah. stop it? He's an, he's, a, he's, an, he's an effort energy player. You need one. You need one in every side. And he was very good at that. So it's good. But um, it was horrible conditions. Uh, why we didn't grubber into the in goal, I will never know. Um, well, Jack tried to do one grubber and just missed it completely. Missed it completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so, an issue that I have, obviously, with um, Fogarty. Is if you go, if you go back and look at the game, obviously Jack kicks and he kicked in the game, but we also had Tomoko kicking. Or was it Harley Smith Shields kicking? And mm. it was a terrible kick. We had CHN kicking, mm -hmm. who has in the past, but we just which was an structure. adequate kick. But why isn't Fogarty kicking? Fogarty needs more ball. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. He's got to demand the ball. He's got to demand the ball. You Jack's know? got to stop demanding it as much. We need to have Fogarty having the ball. Every piece of form I've seen but, from Fogarty pre-season and every time he's got the ball, he's been good. Joe, Jack was in everything in the first half and we looked good. And we then did. he went quiet yeah. in the second half. Yeah, well, he went, missing in the, he went missing in the second half. But um, Fogarty's got to demand the ball, you know, and it's... I don't know, man. We've attack. The, he's our the attack answer. Is. It's got to go to Fogarty because it hasn't been working out anywhere else. I think, um, I think we're a bit robbed. I do. I don't. While I don't think we were great, and while I don't think we were that dynamic, I think we'd done enough to win. Had two things actually occurred, one of which was far worse than the other. The Cotrick try was absolutely no questions, bloody ass a try. The pathetic reasoning they've come up with afterwards. There was no evidence that went forward. It went back. It was a clean pickup. It was a try. And if he scores at that point, if he scores at that point, I believe it goes out to sixteen nil with a kick to come, and I think the match is over. How they found that wasn't the try is beyond me. The other one was, if we go back and look at the Penrith match last year where Stephen Crichton got a penalty try because Timoko laid hands on him, yeah. what Kilbert did to uh, Timoko in getting pushing him away in that ball was far worse. The, the reason that try was loud and the pathetic excuse that Annesley came up with you know, that one I'm more likely to give because Gilbert was at least on the right side where the ball was, right? But he still shoved he's the still other behind. person away. He's still and he was notably a slower player than that person. So yeah, has Shane Flanagan Shane Flanagan was on the commentary said in the rule book, you're not allowed to use your hands. You're just not allowed. Like yeah. you're not allowed well, to put that, your hands on another said, runner. 
Annesley said that, you know, Timiko was using his hands against Gilbert. But I, I, I have a, a bit of a problem with Matt Timiko in that game, and particularly in that instance. He should have just tried to kick it out or dive on it. Absolutely. He was trying to shepherd the ball over the dead ball line, and it was a mile from the dead ball line. Especially yeah. after conceding a try just before halftime when Chris tried to pick it up and, you know, you've you got to know that any ball on the ground, just get mm. the fucking thing out of there. Excuse yeah. my language, but it's... You're leading and you're dominating yeah. possession. Look, just... No, he didn't do it right, but there is utter precedent. And I suspect it was also Jerry Sutton who did the penalty try. Yeah. Oh, Matt penalty. Timiko would have no idea right now what, what he's allowed to do and what he isn't allowed to do. Because this one hand, because that Crichton one, he barely touched him. It was a penalty to the Raiders. It was. And yes, Timiko should have done it better. He should have either dived on it or kicked it, whatever. He should have absolutely done that. But in reality, Gilbert, to get close to it, still had to use his hands to push away the other chaser. It wasn't legal, and it should have been a penalty. How it was allowed is beyond me. I, I just don't like the 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 Annesley, the way he comes along, and it's it's like oh, the, it's, the, the minister from propaganda comes on and explains why this That's is perfectly reasonable. And... They'll go out. They don't care. It's a closed shop. It's owned by private interests. They go out. They'll make as many howls as they want. Annesley's jo- jobs come out to make up as many preposterous reasons for why they're they're failing, not replacing the people who are failing. At it or doing whatever they're doing, and we just put up with it. The reality is this this game does not belong to the people. It belongs to the private interests who bought it and the people they've stacked on their boards who don't give a crap and don't change anything. And Vlanders goes wild and Abdo and Annesley come out and try and justify it by some other known means. And we somehow still think there's going to be fairness and justice yeah. in this game, and they're just with the chumps. With the chumps, we're the chumps. Turn up every week. And we're turning up every week and we're the chumps. Vlanders came in and said he doesn't want the punters to feel like they're being robbed, walk away being robbed. Well, every week, every week, at least one side walks away being robbed, blatantly robbed because the people who are running the comp can't do their jobs or won't do their jobs. And that's what it comes down to. Having said that, it wasn't a great performance from us, you know. Yeah, no, it's one of those – the referee obviously made a few howlers for both teams. And, I mean, CHN, that getting the penalty to tie the game there was a bit rich in the sin bin, but – but that doesn't even out the results and how two of the howling decisions led to, to a lack of 12 points, a 12-point yeah. swing. And for me, uh, the level points, of... 24 points because we didn't get a try and they did get a try. Yeah. You know, well, so... the, just the, the the level of, of refereeing is pretty inadequate at the moment. And you've got to get beyond that. When you, when you dominate a game like we did, you need to take it out of the referee's hands. You need to be able yep. to be good enough. And yep. we were in the second Attack. half to dominate possession that we should we should have been able to kick them into the corners like we didn't when we turned it around last year and just win it over. And we weren't. We didn't get any repeat sets. We mm-hmm. didn't kick properly. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't build pressure. We just we just dominated through sheer effort yeah. rather than our brain and building any pressure and, and ultimately cost us. You know, that's the thing in the press conference. Ricky says, oh, "I love the effort. I love it." No one's down in the effort. Mm. Mm-hmm. We need to play a bit smarter, you know. We need to have – and other teams are under so much scrutiny at the moment for their attack. And we're, we're not getting criticised as much because we're the Raiders, we're not the West Tigers or whatever else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's actually papering over the cracks. There's some serious questions yeah, about there the is. attack. There's okay. some serious questions. So the big question is, is who does get the Raiders to review with Blake and the Pork $20 land speed records man of the match out to this week? Who is it? I mean, my first thought was Taps. I thought yeah, he yeah. actually was pretty good. Yeah. No, he was – this is the thing he puts up. He puts on a performance like that, huge numbers, big effort, and then we just expect it this week, so we don't go crazy about. It. But no, he's my man of the match. Yeah, Matthew, my, you, you... mine's CHN. All right, well, you're outvoted two to three. So um... no, no, my vote is worth more. So I, no, <laughs> CHN come oh, down the Hollywood, Hollywood factor. Hollywood factor. That was part of the contract negotiation. <laughs> Hollywood tax. Get you back, was it? Yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah. tax. Okay, okay, okay. Well, whoever out of CHN and Taps turns up, two land speed records, um, we'll get the man in the match vouch first and we'll let you all know who comes first. Do you, know, do you know who I loved in that game and when he came on the field at lock? Tom Starling. Mm. I thought that was a revelation playing him at lock. I thought it was brilliant. And I thought, we're dominating this game. This is fantastic. And he was just like, mm. somewhat a forward would get a quick play of the ball. Then he would just charge 15, 20 metres up the field and get another quick play of the ball. But we then... We just have nothing, nothing on the back of it. it. No, he was pretty I, good. Isn't it? I wonder this weekend if we'll see it or, if, you know, if it was I a reckon, condition I thing. stick with it. I reckon stick with it. I reckon it works. I reckon he is, you know, we maybe it's more of a Volandis ball thing and it's not quite as dominant anymore. But don't you see the sort of the Connor Watson sort of, you know what I mean? One of those little small ball playing fast. 
and then getting the ball. Maybe he was sort maybe of in, in the wet conditions like that. It suits that sort of thing, yeah. like where you've got someone who can actually get a little bit of uh, of toe going in it, and that suits it. Um, I'll be interested to see what happens in the dry. Well, that but even in the dry, like you'd imagine at certain parts in the game, if you're a tiring middle, and you know that second that second stint of middles that's come on, so their reserves have come on, and they're getting towards the end of their stint they're playing into their 15th 20th minute mm. and in, we bring on one player yeah. and we switch we bring levi back on we switch starling to 13 that's the last guy you want with the ball mm. in the hand second off the ruck yeah you know like uh, i agree with that and it, it could i mean that going back to that game you're talking about against brisbane starling had a field day that day i know but we just, just kept couldn't... on taking so many easy he was just going for a dummy half and then yeah. he was getting so far ahead of the rest of the team yeah they couldn't almost couldn't keep up with him it's yeah. crazy, yeah. Frustrating. They reminded me of that. It reminded me of that a lot. It does. Well, look, there was, as you can probably tell, something that annoyed me from that game, and you might say it grinds my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? And you know what grinds my gears, lads? Bateman's Bay traffic at Easter, maybe. <laughs> no, no, I'm all right with that. You, you, I think you just expect it. I think you just expect it. We're going, no, what grinds my gears is Jerry Sutton. Now, it was lost in a lot of people while they were hating on Ben Cummins in the 2019 Grand Final, that while he put his hand up and waved six again, the person standing opposite and yelling his guts out that he was wrong and not to do it, who should have known better, was Jerry Sutton. Jerry Sutton, you can clearly hear saying, no, 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 no. And that's when Cummins re reverses his position. You can see it. Go look at the replay. You can see it. I would be very interested to see, go back in time and look at, Jerry Sutton's results in close games with the Canberra Raiders and when there were 50-50 calls, just to see just how many of them we didn't get. And when we go and look at the bunker, just how many close, vital decisions that Jerry Sutton's had anything to do with it that we've actually gotten, because I can't remember any. Let's not say they haven't been any, but... I thought you did stats on this sort of stuff. Every... Yeah, I do when I, when I can be asked, but I can't. <laughs> every time I can remember, whenever there's been something, it's been a 50-50, we just don't get it. We just don't get it whatsoever. You know, some might say, well, Tim, you should have not, you know, called for him and his brothers to be sacked. Oh, um, you think, as this, many is to do times with you you think this is to do with you? He's um, punishing you. You know, well, as, you know, Ricky said many times before, Tim, you're a Raiders man. Um, so it's, you know, he's outed me in that. So, you know, and while I think I've had a really good case against Jerry Sutton a number of times, he should also note that I've said nice things about him too. Anyway. Uh, if you're playing bingo, is, that's that's the name drop for this episode, is it? Well, the one thing is Jerry never looks me in the eye and we've never talked. No, ever. I said Rick talked. Ricky. I said Ricky. You said Ricky said you're a Raiders man. Was that your name dropping? Is that even name dropping anymore? Can that be counted as name dropping? Who knows? Can it? I don't think it can. I don't think. I, it, Metal throw out there playing bingo. Throw I don't think that one counts. I don't Metal think that one counts. throw it. I was just at the Oscars last night talking to Hugh Jackman and he said he's a manly fan. <laughs> That's disgusting. I really, that annoys me that, you know, the Wolverine is a manly fan. Anyway, it grinds my gears. Uh, you know what else grinds my gears? Danny Stewart grinds my gears. <clears throat> yeah, it is Danny Stewart, the uh, brother of a uh, Canberra Raiders coach, Ricky Stewart. <clears throat> yeah, now, in regards to that shit show against the uh, uh, Dolphins uh, last Saturday night, uh, fuck me, what an absolute panting that was. <clears throat> now, when I say panting, I'm talking about the uh, match officials. Uh, couldn't get a call go our way. Uh, I suppose I could uh, sit here and be gracious and say we're beaten by the uh, better team and the uh, Dolphins were gutsy and hung in there, yada, 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 all that BS, uh, but that isn't the uh, uh, the way Denny Stewart rolls. <coughs> uh, we're completely and utterly fucked over by the match officials, uh, namely uh, Jerry Sutton, uh, who's got form in his department. Uh, he clearly hates the Raiders and uh, how that uh, Dolphins second try was awarded uh, is completely and uh, utterly beyond me. <clears throat> so, Jerry Sutton, uh, you can go and do one, mate. <clears throat> now, now, in regards to the uh, game coming up against the Sharkies, uh, those Wood Ducks don't uh, worry me in the slightest. Uh, uh, we're eight from eight against them, and I see no reason why we can't uh, make it nine from nine on Sunday. <clears throat> uh, if you remember last year, we were in a uh, pretty bad position. I think we were three from ten or something, bottom four. Everyone writing us off, uh, pretty similar to the position we're in now. Uh, no one giving us a chance, and we went up there and uh, gave them an absolute hiding at uh, Lang Park. <coughs> uh, so the footy club's where we want to be at the moment. Everyone writing us off, and uh, that's where this uh, footy club does its uh, best work. <coughs> now, in regards to the other uh, controversy swirling around about the uh, independent doctor, uh, I can confirm that the uh, club is looking into its options on that one. <coughs> uh, that option being... Uh, 
uh, the employment of uh, Dr. Denny Stewart on the sideline doing head assessments. <clears throat> uh, now, not many people know about me. I've got a uh, bachelor's degree in medicine from the uh, Cumnock University. Uh, I haven't had to put it into practice yet, but I'm more than happy to uh, <coughs> lend a helping hand to the footy club that I love. <coughs> I can tell you one thing, there'd be significantly less HIAs, and uh, we put a proposal to uh, Andrew Abdo there to uh, uh, see if that one can get through. So we'll see how we go on that one. <coughs> uh, so looking forward to the game on uh, Sunday, and go you uh, Green Machine. Dr. Danny, I like it. Hmm? Nothing wrong with that. Oh, you do a better job than some of those ass clowns in the uh, in hmm. the bunker. Yeah, I absolutely completely agree. I Ricky's Ricky's agree. in favour. What what I would like for the bunker as much as anything is actually for the New South Wales rugby league referees and the Queensland rugby league referees to actually decide on the appointments, who's coming through and being the squads, rather than it being the NRL just making their decision about who comes in and who doesn't. Now, in recent years, you'll see that Jared Maxwell, the horse, has actually brought through a lot of people. He's recycled and he's brought through a lot of good ones. Now, I know we were, you know, Todd Smith, a lot of people might not have been happy with him, but I think he's actually been pretty good when he's come through. Uh, Peter Goff has been a great person who's come through. There's been quite a few that have come through. But what I'd like to see is rather than the money machine that the NRL is, the closed shop entertainment factory that they are, not have control of the officials. I would like the independent bodies yeah. to come up and actually promote on what they saw as merit than rather than someone sitting up there making that call. I'd really like that. That would be really, really good. And Danny Stewart, who better? Who better to put in the box? Now, I'm sure he wouldn't be biased towards the Canberra Raiders. I'm sure he wouldn't. No, he's a professional. No, he wouldn't. But you know what? It is time for Ask Clown of the Week! <laughs> Ask Clown of the Week segment comes to you from Raiders Plumbing, great sponsor of the show, uh, Trev and Les, out there. Because if you want to ask, you want to ask crack. If you want to ask crack, you've got to have a plumber. And what better plumber than Raiders Plumbing? Um, so I'm going to go with Ask Clown of the Week as Graham Annesley. Because if anyone watches his things, the the outrageous things that he says in order to justify the howlers and say they weren't howlers, uh, it's just... He, he takes that to a whole new level. I, I'm not sure. I mean, at, I don't know who it's benefiting those press conferences. Uh, how does he look? They're he, saying that they're accountable to, to, to make them appear approachable and accountable. But then yeah. they just, whatever ridiculous decision it is, they just justify it. I mean, look, of times. I, I, I can sell out too. If the NRL is looking for someone to stand up in front of the cameras once a week and pay me lots and lots of money to come up with outrageous reasons why howlers weren't howlers and they were in fact correct, I'm also available. I can put my dignity completely to one side. I can just shelve it over there completely and say, to hell with it, I'll say whatever I can in order to justify this because no one's got any rights of appeal anyway, so I might as well do it. I well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's tough, right? Like, even when they admit to getting it wrong, it doesn't change anything. Yeah. So la last year when Ben Hunt was offside and we we lost that game um, in Wollongong, mm. it, it didn't change anything. And then this week when they're justifying a decision that most people are pretty baffled by, mm. it doesn't change anything. So it's kind of like a weird it's, – it's, they're trying to make themselves accountable without actually – any effect? I don't know. It's unless yeah, yeah, players yeah. are getting. You know, I like the camera. I like the camera times take though, because they're normally pretty even balanced. But NRL review stunningly blames Raiders for contentious Dolphins try. Mm. Oh, that's Melanie. <laughs> she says it like it is. You know, she says it like it is. Not to say that Polks and Blocker Dutton don't, but Melanie really says it, says it like it is. You know, so but admit it is. It was. It was. I was stunned. I was shocked. I was appalled. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's fair enough. Okay, whatever. But it, no, no, it's Tomoko's fault. Yeah, yeah. Tomoko. Tomoko's fault. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's his fault. So who have you got for Ask Clown of the Week? Uh, Phil Gould, due to his recent comments on, on the concussion debate, he weighed in recently and said that, you know, not every bump to the head is concussion and not every concussion is life-threatening. And uh, it's just total overkill. Seems to go against the science, that, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's and the whole thing is that it's like, well... Concussion is more a case of also, you know, as we've learned from American sports, mm. it's cumulative. Yeah. It's not to the case of, you know, well, that wasn't a bad one. It's lots of little bad ones. Mm. Mm. Equal. I mean, you, you saw that on the weekend, Carl yeah. Ponga, man. Yeah. Ponga well, that, got that, a... that was a bad one. It probably would have, you know, knocked out most people. But obviously, yeah, once you've been knocked out, you know, your brain doesn't heal. It doesn't get better. It's not like another muscle that repairs itself. Well, uh, and the more knocks you get, the worse it gets. And I don't know if this is part of it, but you see Carl Webb's plight with motor neurone disease. Oh, I know. Yeah, 
you know. You wonder. You just, well, you do wonder because and that's of the, the thing way about, he played it. About, well, Steve, um, Steve Mortimer's going through the same thing. There's all these God. guys that Phil Gould played with. Yeah. You know, he knows personally, like Steve Mortimer and Mario Fennec and, you know, really struggling these days. Ray and, Price. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, for him to come out and say something is kind of a little weird. But, but you know, I don't want to see Kalen Ponga have to be forced out and retire. I recognise, you know, like with, um, what's the guy from the Roosters we all actually loved? Jake Boyd Cordner. Boyd Cordner. Boyd Cordner. Um, we Thank had you, to, with the Roosters. When he had to retire early, I didn't want to see him retire early. I liked the way he played. He was an honest, good player. But, but... He, his his big thing was, um, you know, well, one thing he just had that, that one line that he ran, which was like, you know, the toughest line to run. But also the thing about with, um, well, it's this Ponga one as well, and you look at Boyd Cordner and Jake Fred, it's all actually tackling. Mm. It's actually tackling people yeah. that they're doing. It's not so much getting tackled. Yeah, well, that, and that's why. And I saw one of the Knights supporters on Twitter basically saying, "Get him back to fullback, get him out of the line, yeah. so he doesn't have to do that stuff." Because that's when it's been happening. And I agree because I don't want to see a player like that lost the game. But at the same time, I yeah, also he, got, don't he did s- cop one um, at fullback last year when he was trying to tackle kick out. But I mean, that's you know, yeah. But why would you even attempt that? <laughs> yeah, before maybe Savage would just sidestep the other way. Yeah. <laughs> He's smart. At, at fullback, you're gonna you know you're gonna get those heavy collisions. You know, going in for a ball and you might be blindsided. But there was, but also there was like some of those last line ones against monsters because there was the Tedesco one against Sevo mm-hmm. a couple of years ago oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. He got absolutely knocked senseless as well. Yeah, I don't think. He's yeah, been but, quite but, the you, but you're not you're not you're not on the front line where they're sending a you know, Papa Lee or you know like an edge yeah. back yeah. rower at your way like ten times a game and stuff. Yeah. But um, my ass clown is it's it's the same as yours, listeners. My ass clown is your mate, my mate, all of our mates. That one mate that has watched that game and told you that you know it's Ricky or it's just the Raiders. Or mm. it wasn't the ref, you know, like the amount of friends that I have that are in Sydney that tell me, you know, the Dolphins had heart and they just deserve to win that game. And oh, I'm a Dolphins fan now and suck shit, Ricky. Well, those people can go get beep. What, what <laughs> just you say the F word? You say it all the other times. I mean, whatever. I know, but I just wanted to say, Blake, like, just. <laughs> Well, it's just on we had to put the we had to put the explicit warning <laughs> specifically for you and Danny Stewart. Mm, yeah, that's right. <laughs> when I wake up, my kids put the explicit warning on my face. But um, I just it's it's absurd to me that you can watch a game like that and you can see how much one team dominates and and one team kind of gifts these chances to the other, and then we all have friends that are like. Oh, I'm gonna go for the Dolphins because they're just showing so much heart or so much grit or so much. It's like they were just lucky. That game, well, they were lucky that we didn't blow them out. And the weather and maybe mm. um, Hamasar. Uh, how do you say it, Blake? Don't ask me. I butcher it. The hammer. The hammer. The hammer. I think we yeah, the hammer. Out the hammer. Hamasar Tabio Fido. Yeah, the, the hammer kept a minute, right? And he HTF, had an amazing game. HTF, I think we can agree on that. HTF, <laughs> we do it with three barrels. We do. Do you it. reckon? Do you reckon if Savage plays, we win that game? I, uh, I think so. Maybe, yeah, I do. I do. I, I think we do. We're not having much link play. With I think Chris. if Harper not... plays, we win that game. If Rapper plays, do we win that game? We miss Rapper, I reckon. We like Hopewadi did heaps of carries and heaps of effort, but we just missed some of that Rapper spark. Mm. Yeah, I think if I think if we play that game ten to, nine times or ten times out of ten, we win it nine times. And mm. I think it's just that one game that we watched where, unfortunately, we we didn't kill it. And then Seb Chris is not too working many times. I mean, I know Ricky's persisting with it, but I don't think he's working at fullback. No, I think he's all right. Anyway, you know who's not working? The shark. All right. Yep. It's John. All right. Yep. Uh, it sounds a little bad this week because I I'm driving right now. Because I'm, I'm headed to the coast. Uh, I'm headed down to Bateman's Bay to uh, to go fight a dolphin. That's right. I'm going to wait on the beach for as long as it takes. And when one of them shows its face, I'm going to beat his ass. I'm sorry. That was hor- that was bullshit. This game was nonsense. It was fixed, okay? The NRL is basically WWE now. There's no way that Kotrick try wasn't a try. And there's no way that that Gilbert try wasn't a penalty. So, sorry about you. It's all nonsense. All the fans that defected from the Cowboys and the Broncos, you're dancing in the streets like it's a little fairy tale. That's right. It's all rigged. Enjoy it. 
All right, so, uh, you know, whatever. I may lose this fight against this dolphin if it ever shows up, because sharks generally have a bad record against uh, dolphins. But uh, the good thing is, uh, the sharks also have a bad record against the Raiders. So hopefully they can get a win this weekend, and hopefully I'm alive to see it. Uh, Mark of the Shark this week is the song I'm listening to right now because I can't even plan ahead because, you know, I'm living for today right now. So, uh, yeah, Don Henley, Boys of Summer, Boys of Summer footy, that's right. Shout out to Dave Bones and Nick Campton, the original Boys of Summer footy. All right, I'll feed it, Zane. Might not come back, who cares? Go you green things. Definitely not working. Definitely not working. Um, the green, uh, the, another podcast that we've offered into. <laughs> a form, uh, po podcast form, you know, it's another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have um, actually uh, refused to um, take him. So that's a problem. We've reached out to Nick and the Brick. Um, and they said who? Yeah, it's not looking good there. Um, we're trying <laughs> to get the Bad and Mean podcast back up again in order for them to perhaps take him, but it's not looking good. So looks like I might text Ben Pollock. Yeah, no, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. You, know, you can take him behind the line, Mike. Uh, we've got to get Benny on the show fairly shortly, too. He's fairly keen. So we'll bring Ben on fairly, very shortly. That would be good. Uh, but now it's time for the team list for Toyota Forklifts. It's time to lift the forks or get forked. Get whatever. forked. Yeah, whatever you prefer. Um, apologies to GE, who does not like that. Does no. It? So GE from the Greenhouse has made this great point that we shouldn't be having any hashtags that reference in any way whatsoever the sponsors because they change and we think that's fairly good. And um, so I think we'd come up with the hashtag We Are Canberra. No, it's We Are Raiders. Is it? No. Yeah, we, we Are Canberra sounds like a tourism commercial. It's it's, it's We Are Raiders or Bleed Green. It's got to be. Oh, Bleed Green goes to the Celtics. I don't want to have anything to do with the Celtics. It's, yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, We Are Raiders. Let's just go with that. All right, but the team list, they're in. Um, so for the Raiders, pretty much unchanged except for the one force change with um, the player coming in is Trey Mooney's come out for the injured Adam Mariota. So 1-17, to 17, we're Seb Chris at the back, Kotrick on one wing, Hoppawato in the other, Timoko and Harley Smith-Shields in the centres, Whiten and Fogarty in the halves. Front row is uh, Solo and Tarpanay with Levi starting at hooker, Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead in the back row with CHN locking the scrum. On the bench, we have Starling, Trey Mooney, Big Red, and Emre Gula. Then we have pretty much an unchanged uh, shark side. So they've got William Kennedy at the back, who I rate highly. Yeah, and he's off contract. You know that? He still hasn't re-signed. Really? For the Sharks, and he's probably not on huge money. No, look, he's a good player. He's I, a gun. I he was... rate him. He's fast. He's, he's big. He got um, a hat-trick against the Eels. Yeah, no, he they, they resigned. Although um, you did come He's up with an big. idea for a for a target midweek, which I didn't actually dislike. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll bring that up later. Uh, on one wing they've got Sione Katoa. On the other wing they've got Ronnie Mulatalo. Um, in the centres they've got Talakai, <laughs> the bearded weapon, and they've got Jesse Raymond. Both, I mean, that's a good backline. Matt Moylan playing at six actually has looked. Yeah, Matt Moylan at six has looked as good as I've ever seen him look recently. Um, and Braden Trindle, who was much maligned last year, anytime he came in, also has looked pretty damn good. Yeah, I actually thought up until this week, for some reason, I just assumed he was Tricky Trindle's son. He's not. He's related to him, but look, but he's not a he's not a he's, he's not his son. He's he's a good footy player, man. Watched him in two he, matches. He's looked good, and Matt Moylan has stepped up. All of a sudden, found his old Panthers form. Um, and yeah, no, he was pretty, he was good last year. There was a stat floating around um, after last year. He had the most try involvements. Try involvement. Which is not the same as try assist. Is that running up and celebrating when the player <laughs> scored first? Is that what it, that is? You may, in somewhere, in some passage of play leading up to that try, you touch the ball. So yeah, it's not right. try <laughs> this where you through the pass. If it was if it was try celebrations, it'd be Penrith, wouldn't it? Because they always run in and jump on top of each other. Yeah. yeah well, they right. score a lot of tries too. So they I guess do. They, they, so they get a lot of practice <laughs> yeah. at that. Um, in their front row, they got Toby Rudolph on one side and Braden Hamlin Ueli on the other. Good front row. Break a uh, Blake Braley. Break Break Break, break Braley. A uh, Blake Braley locking that, and he's pretty damn good. You got Brighton Nakora and Teague Wilson. 
Nicara, is it? Nicara, yeah. Oh, apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great player. He's, he's an good. And good I've player. heard Teague Wilton said as the player that is essential to the Sharks' future going forward. So he's he's off contract as well. We got Dale Fanuke and the old warhorse um, blocking yeah. the scrum at thirteen. Then on the bench they've got Cameron McGuinness, Royce Hunt, Oregon Kafusi, and Jack Williams. That's a pretty good side. It's it's an incredibly well balanced side. There's no actual like obvious weakness anywhere in that side. I think they've got a good set up in, you know, their, their one superstar is, is out, but they're still playing really well without him. And you yeah. look at the, you look at that side, it's balanced. It really is. There's no, like, it's not like a manly where there's a couple of guys on ridiculous money, Yeah, you know, and then you've got to have some bits and pieces to like fill up the gaps or even Melbourne these days. It's just, it's, there's not a weakness. But I, it's, it's, it's arguably the most balanced squad in the competition, yeah. actually. Mm. Um, I mean, you could say Panthers, maybe. maybe the Cowboys, Panthers, or maybe, you know, obviously the superstars at, at the Roosters and then the Cowboys when they get Ailey Lua and um, Lukey back. But mm. um, there's just something, the depth that, and the multiple positions that they can play. Um, and then having an 80 minute hooker, it allows to have that extra play on the bench. Colin yeah. Tracy's their eighth man. They've just got a very, very strong squad, but they haven't started that well. They're leaking points. Their defense, which was their stalwart last year, hasn't been great. And, you know, we have a pretty good record against them. So hopefully we can get one over on them and mm. without Hines. But I remember last year when we played them, it might have been Magic Round in Brisbane where uh, Fogarty put a lot of pressure on Katoa mm. and the wing. We kicked to him a lot. And mm-hmm. it was actually Seb Chris that yep. caught a lot of ball. But um, that, was, that, that was the one game that they tried for the first time to put Nico Hines to fullback. And they won't do that again because yeah. it was a disaster. Mm, mm. So we're going to have our hands full in this game. We are. But I have found an area where there is a difference between the sides in a big way. And that's on the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? And look, this week, uh, young Zach Wolford's come in for the Raiders um, in the 18 jersey. Then you got the shoe man in the 19 jersey. You got James Schiller, who I've just been informed by... Um, uh, Benny Pollock has had a virus and will play cup this week. Ah, so he's coming back. So he's not going to this, not going to come in from the extended bench. Because uh, you know how no. you always say how someone might come in and they never do. No, well, well I we t- can rule him out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's on the extended bench if someone you know injures. Then anyway, that's that's why he wasn't playing. Semi Valamo's come in. Uh, he's on the extended bench, and Peter Holler on the extended bench. So um, that's a, that's a pretty good extended bench. But for the Sharks, they got Connor Tracy, Thomas Hazelton, they've got Hiroti, they've got Jaden Beryl, and Daniel Atkinson. Well. There's the difference between the sides. The Raiders have the better extended bench. I'm giving the Raiders the extended bench this week. Woohoo! And we do that, of course, for our great friends, Jersey's Megastore, down there at Iron Knob Street, Fishwick, just behind the cock. Great supporters of uh, the Greenhouse. Get down there and support them. If they don't have the jersey you're looking for, what jersey are you looking for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Who's got a lift? Ooh. Ooh. Bit late, Matthew. No, I was early then. Bit, no, well, it's, it must be a massive delay. Well, that's not the story of that one. That's actually you've come back to the party, and that's good. Look, mine is the people not passing. Who's got a lift? The people not passing to Fogarty. Give Jamal the damn ball. Make sure he's getting the ball. That's who's got a lift. i got a couple. So my first one is Matt Timoko. Um, first one that, that you know, the, the Tom Gilbert try, no try. Just kick the ball out, man. Just dive on the ball. Don't do that ever again. Um and the other one, it's too, is defensively, he's been a bit questionable. You look recently, we've been leaking all our points on that right side. I think all the tries scored against us by the Dolphins were on the right-hand side. Mm. And he's either coming out of the line, you know, and leaving gaps, space for them to kick behind or, mm. yeah, I don't know. We were always really shocked um, at the end of the year when the World Cup Kiwi squad was announced that he didn't get picked. Mm. For, for New Zealand and um, he actually said that Madge told him that the reason why he didn't pick him was that he needs to work on his defence mm. I think he still does I think he's got a lift in that area because he's you know ball in hand is absolutely devastating mm. but he's got to work on the other side of the game and then the other one who's got a lift is Hudson Young who's had a really rough start to the season I mean obviously he got absolutely smashed mm. But um, yeah, he's 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 been off his game the last two weeks. Again, you you think about the World Cup, he just missed out in the World Cup, and then we thought, well, he's definitely got a, a strong spot, you know, likelihood of getting picked for the Blues mm. this year. If the Blues team gets picked tomorrow, he's nowhere near it. 
He's nowhere near it. Nah, he's no. got a lift. He's mm. got a lift. Matthew, who's got a lift? Uh, Hardo would be one, actually, now that you say that. He got stripped on the weekend um, with a pretty innocuous carry, and he's got a pretty high ball carry, and he likes to use his bumpers, I guess. So, um, And I guess we've seen – he's now set a standard last year, but we've seen Hardo play two pretty um, games below that standard. And the, my other is – and it doesn't need to be much, but it's just Seb Chris. Um, we just need a little bit more out of you, man. Like We don't need – you to be savage. We don't need you to be anyone else. And you're consistent and I get it. And you've been great and you're learning that position, but just in a couple of crucial moments, we just need some um, clearer decision-making and it's just kicking the ball like that. At the, at, you know, the 38th minute, just dive on the ball, dude. Like, and yeah. I know it's easier said than done and the conditions are abhorrent, but I'd love to see said Chris have a, a dynamite game this weekend and, and, um, and it's one just, of those things, isn't it? You go, well, it's bad conditions and, you know, you got to feel for the bloke and everything else. But then you go to the other side and the hammer just killed everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And we just was, kept on bombing and just kept on difference. catching it. And it's mm. like, well, try something else. Don't The bomb hasn't worked oh, look, 15 times in a row. Let's not bomb for the 17th. That, that was the difference. They scored off two kicks, innocuous kicks, and we probably put in 12 innocuous kicks, right? Yeah, like yeah. That was the main difference. And and I, I don't expect Seb Chris to be um, an amazing game-breaking fullback, but just... Um, we need him just, to be safe. We need him to be safe. And and I think he can be, you know, because I don't think there are many other options as well. But it's going to be interesting. Oh, you guys were talking about it on the thread earlier today. The weather's going to be hot, isn't it? Yeah. In Canberra mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be no excuses, you know, like we're ready. 35. We're home I don't know what time it's going to... How hot it's going to be at 6 p.m. I mean, the sun's pretty much gone down at that point, but... What time's what's the sunset on Sunday? Tim? Sunsets at seven nineteen. Okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna be hot. Yeah, but it'll still yeah. it, it'll have cooled off distinctly by that stage. Um, but yeah, having said that, it's it's gonna be hot. But it should be a dry track, which is you know relatively good, and it will be dry heat, so no humidity. So you know, hopefully it'll be good. Look, the, the the place where I see us having a go. Look, if our forwards can get on top of the the forwards from the Sharks, and I think man for man they're a better forward pack or they should be, if they can get on top, then in the dry conditions, then the back line really doesn't have any excuse not to be scoring some good points and going through and doing stuff. Um, so, you know, that that's where I hope once more that we can actually get on top. Being made more difficult by the fact of, you know, like Papa being out and Mariota now getting injured. But I'm, Yeah, I'm, but your mate Trey Mooney, you know, I'm just keen to see what he brings. Yeah, yeah, my mate, that's right. No, <laughs> and he was good on the weekend. Um, I'll tell you who wasn't good on the weekend was Lord Funkington. G'day everyone, Lord Funkington here. Look, let's not beat around the bush. 0-2, two pretty close losses that may well have been wins. Bloody tough, tough conditions, humid, raining, wet as hell just because of the sweat and the humidity and the rain. But that's no excuse. We should have taken that Dolphins game early and cruised the rest of the way. Anyway, finally we get a dry track. The only problem is it's going to be stinking hot for the Sharks this week. I don't think that'll matter because we're making a habit of knocking over the Sharks uh, at every time of asking these days. Um, should be a good game. They're pretty good. We are pretty good too. Don't forget that. In all of the drudgery and sadness and angst you're seeing around the place, we are still a bloody good rugby league side. So I've got every confidence the fellas will go out there and lay a big score on the Sharks this week. Uh, also back in the green jersey, so a win is guaranteed. Stay behind the boys, everyone. Don't wobble. Don't falter. We're not. Uh, let's not be fair weather pricks who jump off at the first sign of trouble, like some folks around there. Stick with the team. Raiders by fifty six. And very similar views to to Matthew. It's very much like who are all these doomsayers? You know, in, in green, already writing off the season after two losses. I mean, who are they? What sort of people? You know, last season. Do I have to remember remind people that after eight rounds, we were two wins and six losses? Right? Yeah, that was a dark time. I don't want to go back there. It was a dark time. <laughs> it was a dark time for all of us. We don't want to go back there. But, you know, it's it just what it is. It, it, there has to be some rhythm coming up fairly shortly. And Lord knows the side knows they have to dig in. All right, then maybe it's time to uh, rip in with Arnie J. Doesn't work really, does it? Uh, if you do it slowly. Try again. Rip in with Arnie J. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't yell in the microphone. I like yelling in the microphone. Do it microphone. again, sorry. I'm, I'm gonna, now I've talked you over can, that. You can still yell. Just don't be like yeah, an inch away go. from it. Right, now it's time to rip in with Arnie J.
G'day Raiders fans. Well, what an absolute mess that loss was last week. We were up 12-0 in the driving rain and we just have to win those games. We bought Fogarty, who is nearly 30 for this exact scenario, and he was very poor. And if you think I'm being too harsh, go back to round one, watch the Broncos win over Penrith and see how Reynolds performed in that last 10 or 15 minutes in that game. It is simply not good enough. And on principle, I'd pick Brad Schneider at seven this week. He really can't do any worse in regards to game management. The others who can shoulder the blame is the coaching staff. Different scenarios and game plans need to be drilled into the players so it's almost automatic. Scenarios like the weekend, we're 12 nil up. When we have a player in the sin bin. When they have a player in the sin bin. A drawn game with 15 to go. A drawn game with five to go. You, et cetera, et cetera, you get the idea. It is horrible stuff. It was a horrible watch. Just rudderless garbage in that second half and not up to NRL standard. So how do we beat the Sharks this week? First, defence. Sharks' defence was very ordinary last week most of the time. They'll need to run up a bit of a score to win. So if we defend well, we can get away. We need to put away the crash play to score. Their middles are good and strong at defending it, or they certainly have been um, the last two weeks. Three, we need to get the ball out wide. Four, we need to early ball out wide and we isolate Matt Moylan. He has been poor in defence the last two weeks. I think round one he might have let in two or three tries just on his own. And lastly, don't give Will Kennedy any space to run. He was good in space. He's quick and electric. Keep his space at a minimum. So we played some really dumb footy last week. And if we have Fogarty at seven again, I am not confident that will change. Sharks have not looked like world beaters. So we're certainly in with a 50-50 chance if we play reasonably well. Let's hope we have a better result. At, At least let's hope we play much, much better. And go, you green machine. You see, you see, it was Arnie J was, he was during the week on the weekend, he was posting on Twitter. Mm. He was claiming to be all these different places going on wine tours. It was clearly just mm. a strategy just to throw the police. Yeah, it reminded me of back throw here. the cops off. The postcard bandit. Yeah. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just sending, sending out, you know, stuff and, you know, people getting upset that he was giving away his position. He's not giving anything away, mate. He'll he pop sees, up he wants. Too, he, I'm hearing he's a chance of um of coming to Canberra on Sunday. Is that right? Yeah, he yeah. Turn up. You won't know it till you feel the knife pressed into the back of your neck, though. Yeah, that's usually the way the honey gets delivered all of a sudden. <laughs> you smell the honey. Yeah, I smell the honey, feel the cold steel on the back of my neck, you know. Next the thing sticky I know, fingers. Yeah, it's, and uh, you just say, yes, sir, no, sir. You just do what's required. Take the honey, move on. Then it never happened. But there are, in fact, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. And they are? Well, we're back at home. We'll actually get to see the Raiders in the flesh rather than watching on TV. Because, you know, there's one thing that really gripes me, that when we're getting beaten in matches, it's commentators celebrating it. And, like, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. You know, like sometimes, and, and Warren Smith's always done this, it's like sometimes he's a cheerleader for the Melbourne Storm. And when you're getting done by them in unreasonable conditions and he's going for it, it just makes me want to puke. And Dan, you, Warren, have got, you've got beef with Warren Smith, haven't you? That's no wonder, no wonder he's blocked you on Twitter. I, I still don't know why he blocked me on Twitter. I have no idea. Like, I met the man back in 94 when he, he hung out at, at Crapital when I was working there. And, okay, I may have teased him a bit. But I didn't think he put that together with this iteration. But apparently he has. Um, but, no, I don't like cheerleaders. So, you know, when you're at the ground, you don't have to put up with that stuff. And you can actually just watch it. And in fact, you just sit next to the Sharky or Blake and have them whinging and moaning about how bad the side's playing. That's better for mine. That's a reason to be cheerful, Blake. So you're not working on this Sunday? You're not working for the ABC? Uh, not at this stage, no. Sammy Williams will be running the sideline. Right. I'm not sure I'm allowed to announce that yet. Exclusive. An exclusive. But He's on He's on like 2SEN Canberra or something. I didn't even know that 2SEN was on in Canberra. Mm, don't know. Keeping himself busy. Good. Shout out, Sammy. Shout out. Oh, and, Shout out. and although Blake Puma is completely Stallion. against it, we, oh no, we'll bring this up. What, who's, what's your reason to be cheerful, Blarko? 
Uh, you don't have one. Matthew, we're what's not your... the West Tigers. Yeah, we are the yes. West Tigers. <laughs> but is that papering yeah. over the cracks? What's your reason to be cheerful, Matthew? Uh, my reason to be cheerful is our defensive effort um, mm. and our ability for the one-on-one tackles. We're still a we're still a strong, dominant defensive team. That's probably going to put a bit of fear in and in those tight games, once these combinations stick and we get Savage back, we're probably going to win them. Um, and uh, oh, it's hard after this weekend, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. It is. I don't know. We don't have to go to Queensland again for a while. Maybe that's another reason to be cheerful until Magic Round. Well, like we play Brisbane there soon, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we do in a couple of weeks. Oh, we play them there on Saturday, the 8th of April, on Saturday night, 7.35. Broncos. That's the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be tough. But look... Um, They'll have some cocaine scandal between now and then where Reese Walsh no, will be in trouble for something. They don't do cocaine <laughs> scandal at the Broncos. They get in fights outside clubs. Someone, someone will step, step on, on someone's shoes. shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happens. Reece, no, they're not the cocaine ones. Reese Walsh will have a ingrown hair in his eyebrow and something will Ms. Mascara will run and and Just we'll because he's beautiful doesn't mean you have to try and bring him down. Okay, Matthew? Just because he's beautiful doesn't mean you have to bring him down. Um you got a listener of the week for us, Blarko? I do. So listener of the week, Kaz on Twitter. All right. I love Kaz. She's been pushing the uh, Get Forked hashtag for us. She has. She has been pushing the Get Forked, and we have very much appreciated it. GA hasn't as much, but we have. Yeah, no, no. And Kaz is an awesome Raiders fan, and she lives up in Brisbane, and she loves the Raiders. You know what else she loves? What? Andy Murray. A whole lot. If you go on her Twitter, it's either um, Andy Murray or um, Raiders tweets. Speaking of Twitter, I had a meet up with some of the finest Canberra Raiders fans on Twitter during the week at the um, at the old Canberra Inn. Mm-hmm. I didn't see you there, Tim. Wasn't invited. You, oh, you didn't get an invite. Oh, okay. No, I didn't get an invite. Okay. Well, you know, it's company a, company men probably don't get invited. To a this. select group. No, no, I don't. But anyway, the shark was there. Um, the Sloan father was there. Mesut Ozil, um, skill hello. Yeah, it was a good time. Good, good. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Look, well, mentioning that, right, talking about that. Now, I've been talking to Sammy Williams in, in the off week about stuff. Seaford Oval was there as well, sorry. Is that right? And yeah. as you may know, Sammy is now the captain coach of the Queen Bean Roos, which is my local team. Um, oh, I know it's not yours, Matthew. I know you're, you're a Rams man, and I, I respect that. I've got no problem with that at all. But Sammy... Why would it be your local team if you live in Western Creek? No, I didn't say my local team. I said my team. You said your local team. No, you said your local team. My no, team still, in the local just, competition. My team in the local your, your, your local team would be like Royals Rugby. No, it'd be Rams. Woden Valley Rams are also the Woden Western Rams for a while. It'd be the Rams. Yeah, well, they're not. I go for the Roos. Right. The, the connection. A friend of mine heavily involved in him and the family with the Roos. So I followed them. And I actually, this is before Samuel C. went and played for them. Anyway. This segment's going really well. Shut up. Keep going, keep <laughs> going. Go to hell. We have the opportunity to actually sponsor this season a Roos player for $400. Now, I floated the idea that we could actually all pitch in, that being us and you, the great listeners out there, through a GoFundMe and raise the 400 and we could have a, a Roos player sponsored by Raiders View with Blake and the Pork. And I think it's a good idea. And then next season... We can sponsor a Roden Valley Rams player and then, you know, a Tuggeranong Buffaloes and then a Goulburn, you know. What about the Canberra Tigers? I think it's a great idea. Or this year we buy a roux for $400 and we cook it and we eat it later in the season. And then next year we buy a ram and we raise it and we cook it and we eat it. Then the following year we'll buy a buffalo. Buffalo. Okay, you probably can't until we get to the dragons or something. No, our problem is going to be when we get to the golden workers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could eat a Gungarland bull. But, yeah, I'm not um, sure I want to eat a golden worker. Or is that? Or are they bulldogs? Are they no, man, it's it's obviously to to shine any light on the local competition and obviously the work that Sammy's doing at the Roos. Mm. You know, if it, if it sticks it to the Blues, we might as well. It's a good idea. Well, and we should make that that perfectly clear that we probably won't be sponsoring a Queen Bee and Blue at this stage <laughs> because Matt hates them so much. So he's vetoed the I hate the, the Roos too, mate. I hate everyone. Really? Haven't you figured that out yet? Like, really? I hate everyone. Anyway, yeah. so what we're doing is putting out, so give us feedback if you'd actually be prepared to chuck in a tenner to sponsor a Roo, and then we could have, you know, a raise review I, with Blake I, and the Pork sponsored player. 
I'm just going to get smashed with DMs for this one. I'm That's gonna, good. There's going to be so many. It's just going to be an avalanche. Yeah, if we got that, we'll set up a GoFundMe go page and we'll put it in. And they'll be happy. We'll be actually doing something for the local rugby league. It'll be funny. If something, do it. They'll is have it, to say. Is it funny? For every 10 that you throw in, Tim's going to throw in a 10 of his own. Yeah, exactly. Tim suggested <laughs> that we could put in some money. I was like, I already put in enough money to show you. If you want to do it, it's on you. It's on you. And then now he thought he'd fleece the listeners of the hard end. Anyway, I think it's a good idea. Tell us what you think, feedback. And if you think Blake's a jerk, tell him that because he is, okay? He's interminable. Six seasons I've been putting up with this jerk. All right, we've got merchandise, though. The jerk's organised some merchandise, and now he's going to tell you about it. So Raiders by 56 beanies available from landspeed.com.au. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still available. We've still got some left. Yeah. But don't leave it too long because... I'm predicting when winter hits, yep. there's going to be a rush. Big call on them. There's going to be a rush. And, of course, we've partnered this year with Rugby League merch. We've got a whole heap of different shirts. We've got pork shirts. We've got Heather shirts. We've got Blake shirts. We've got Blake and the pork shirts. We've got Raiders by 56 shirts. We've got heaps of things. If you're hanging out there waiting for us to um, share some sort of discount code with you to get a discount on Blake and the pork merchandise on Rugby League merch, it's not going to happen. It's not we happen. don't discount. We luxury don't discount. brands, luxury brands, you know. You want cut price goods? Go to Cut Price Podcast. <laughs> There's no discounts. Do you see Apple discounting? Do you see, you know, no. Tesla discounting? No. Look, Louis Vuitton. But look, we're sought only... after brands only sell at full price year round. And Blake and the Pork is one of those. That's oh, correct. Sought after brands. That's correct. You know, we, we don't we don't cut price on those. And look, there has been rumors of people asking if we were going to have a Lord Funkington shirt or a uh, shark shirt. No, shark shirt, or if we can have an RDJ <laughs> shirt. Anything is possible. Put in your request and we can talk to a rugby league merch because anything is possible, okay? Anything is possible with those things. So, so go out there. Now, matches coming up. After this weekend, we go away to the Knights on Sunday, 26th of March at 4.05 p.m. So Win. 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 <laughs> Win. Then we come home. With, again, of course, when we play the Panthers, we have to have a short turnaround and they have a long one. We come home on the Friday with a five-day turnaround oh, for the sixth match against the Panthers. Maybe not a win. <laughs> that's, the, that's the shortest legal turnaround. That is the absolute Because you can't league. go from Sunday to Thursday, but Sunday yeah. till, not that the time slot makes much difference, but Sunday till Friday, 6 p.m. is the shortest turnaround you can have. Now, we are playing, no, no I just want you to guess, we are playing next Sunday against the Knights away, right? At 4.05 on Sunday, guess when Penrith is playing? Thursday. Thursday at 8 p.m. So they will have uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They'll have an eight-day turnaround, an eight-day turnaround to do it, and we will have a four-day turnaround in order to play them at that stage. Shouldn't be surprised, happened last year as well. And, of course, they'll have had to travel, though. Penrith will have had to be on the road the week before. They'll have to go all the way to Parramatta Stadium. It's a long way. It is a long way. It is an absolute long way for them, whereas we only have to go to Newcastle and back in that time. So once more, the scheduling at the NRL, absolutely spot on. They are just doing a wonderful job. And you should also note that uh, the Knights will have had been played the Friday this week while we're playing again on the Sunday last match. So we're going to have the shortest turnaround. They're going to have a longer turnaround. So once more, NRL showing how much they love us. Then after the Panthers, then we go away to the Bronx on Saturday the 8th of April at 7.35. So that's what we You don't want to keep up. on going and do the whole season like you did a couple of weeks ago? No, just keep on doing it. You're a headache. Shut up. I just, when you start doing that bit, I just I just tune out. Do you now? I just I just noticed that John Bateman's been... Sorry to the listeners. John Bateman's been named on the extended bench for... Ooh. The Tigers. The extended bench for the Tigers. That's that's something flashy. So they'll be up. They're going, who are they playing? Doggies. They're playing Tough the dogs on, on Sunday. But then... Tough game. No, no, it's Sydney Roosters. We, you know, we could use the bye at this stage. It is notable to see <laughs> that the, the two sides in the top three, apart from the Dolphins, are sides that have had the bye. Doesn't hurt. Yeah, the, it's going to be a funny season, I think. You know, there's a lot of differences. Um, I'm just waiting for our easy draw to begin. Mm. Where, it's where coming, is the season drill? It's coming. Where is the season um, But no, I don't think there's there's not going to be too many runaway teams. You think obviously the Roosters have lost, Panthers have lost, Melbourne Storm. have lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Parramatta are, are, are 0 and two, so are we. 
you know, speaking there's, of there's Parramatta, a... um, Bailey Simonson, that, he had one of the all-time shockers. Yeah, his hands on, weren't on working the for him. I mean, they? when you're making uh, more errors in a game than Walker Blake, you know you've 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 had a shocker. Mm-hmm. You've had a shocker. I think there's I think there's some Eels fans who are trying to send um, Josh Hodgson back to the Raiders as well. He's been good for them, so I'd I think gratefully just... have Joshua back here. Gratefully have him back. Love him. Anyway, you have been listening to the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. And I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And Matthew. I'm Heather. And we'll talk to you again soon. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork. Bring back Croker! Bring back Croker! Bring back Croker! <laughs> He's going! It's your boy Kev from Camnock! <laughs> He's going! Yeah, what about that shit show the other night, huh? Yeah, what's going on? I was absolutely furious that Croker wasn't in that fucking sign. Yeah, where is he, mate? We gotta get him the 300. Now, this season's a dead set fucking right off already. Yeah, we're having two. We're not gonna make the top nine now from here. Yeah, she's a right off, mate. Get Crocker back in the fucking side. Get Crocker the 300. It's gotta happen, mate. If he's not named in the side today, mate, that's it. I've done me dash with his footy club. Yeah, I've been a fan since we entered the league in 1982, mate, that's it. Turning me back on the footy club. Handing him me membership. Storming headquarters if Crocker is not named in the fucking side. Bring back Crocker. Bring back Crocker, not only that, he's got to be named at fucking fullback, mate. Yeah, poor old Sebi Chris, the poor boss is doing his best. The bloke's not a fullback, mate. I'll tell you who is a bloody fullback and also a great winger, Jared Crocker. Bring him back in the fucking team. I want to see him named a fullback. For the game against the Sharkies. If he's not named somewhere in the 17, this club can go to fucking hell. I'll be burning Donnie Ferner effigies, mate. I've had a gutful. Bring back Crocker. Bring back Crocker. Bring back Crocker. Crocker for 300. <laughs>